original Super Tribe Gulliman Low Life TV and podcast is coming your way. Listen to tunes, big tunes, and today's events in terms of the sound clash culture, sound chat, and also about past dances. We are here to let you know and to inform you of the good music that reggae brings out. We're here to also talk about the good things like the sound culture, which is in Jamaica and also America. Me in New York is the capital of sound clash culture in Brooklyn and throughout New York. I thought about this podcast, which to divulge in the sound clash culture, the street culture, and the presence in fashion and the day's everyday news. We're here to enlighten you and to inform you. So with discussions, you can call in, give us your advice. The number is 952-657-9232. Again, 952-652-9232. Um, we're definitely here, and we're about the thing. We love it. We love all of the thing. I don't agree with the Cosmopolitan magazine. We're going to get into that about the low-life history and what the culture have done for the polo market and for the polo kids around the world. That's one of our many topics and subjects that we'll be dealing with. We'll be also dealing with the state of the reggae culture and dancehall culture as we know it. We'll also be dealing with today's topics, including the news, what's going on in your local hoods and politics, and also in the entertainment field. Also, as far as athletes, we'll talk about everything here. And we don't ever have to be scrutinized or just come with your views as fans, as a person who is a historian. So I'm here to teach you a few things about the culture that which we live in. And some of the cultures that we live in, as fashion and music and entertainment. I'm here to enlighten you guys. That whole uh, cosmopolitan thing where they have uh, made polo, the hip hop and the urban community accepted polo and that's how Ralph Lauren became the titan that he is through that culture. That's a pure lie. Ralph Lauren did not do nothing to his credit but create a fashion line. We, low lifes, Brooklyn, St. John's, and Utica, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, we brought it to fashion industry as properteers wearing this stuff and making it known all over the world. We were still high in fashion and we would come back to sell it. How we got the name Low Lifes? Everybody questions that, and I have to talk about it. So we'll talk about it. So dealing with the Low Life topic, and the whole who created it and all that. Low Life started out as a bunch of ghetto youths trying to survive to look better and do better, coming out of our, our environments that we were so used to. Um... During the 80s, the crack epidemic started flourishing. A lot of families became, they were impoverished and became impoverished due to that epidemic. You So you had a bunch of youth who was not misguided, but was in poverty, struggling, didn't like the day-to-day survival or living situations or the mother and father or parents or anyone could afford the luxuries of buying the new items to wear. So we became 
thieves to go steal high merchandise from Manhattan to bring back to wear and to sell for a profit. This is where the story gets interesting. The beginning of the lowlifes. You know, they have a guy by the name of, which is original founder and founding member of the lowlifes. His name was Dollar Bill Dave. Dollar Bill Dave, he set the bar so high. He's the great uncle. He's the great uncle of the late great Boostin' Billy, who's known as Cat Mike. We get into his story later as well. Uh, so back to Dollar Bill Dave. Dollar Bill Dave came from Philly at a young age, tender age at 15. Moved to Brooklyn, New York, St. John's, where he was already boosting, as we called it, and stealing. He had a lot of polo stuff, and he learned when he would go in the stores to steal that they would be being followed by the security guards because of their attire of what they had on. They're looking, from, looking like Project Dirty Kids, you know, the ones that favored from Brownsville. So they would know that they weren't in the store to buy, they were in the store to purchase, so they kept getting followed and stuff of that nature. So Dollar Bill looked over one day as he was in Bloomingdale's and looked over to his right, and he seen a bunch of preppy kids, some blacks, some mixed, wearing polo shirts, looking preppy, not being followed. So his scheme had arrived. He found that if he's still a high-end merchant, wear it, look professional, that he would never get rattled, meaning he would never get followed in the stores when he's able to steal. So during all that time now, he's, he worked that out, worked the kinks out. He brought his little nephew down. His little nephew came to live with him. And his name boosted Billy, Great Cat Mike. He was working in Food Town up on Utica between St. John's and Schenectady. And he would come back at night with his change. They would give us change for packing bags that night. So um, Dollar Bill Day would have to counter change at night and like, yo, here's a better way. And showed him a better way of getting money by boosting. And he became one of the premier boosters in the world. He has since passed away. God bless the dead. Cat Mike. Boosting Billy. Have a moment of silence for him. But during these times... Dollar Bill Dave, Boostin' Billy, and it was boosters there before in Brooklyn, before Dollar Bill Dave came, but the name Low Life was not. When, in turn, that the polo kids, Dollar Bill Dave was wearing the polo around the hood and looking good, it was another few crews that were out, like Boostin' Kev and the Kingsborough crew, Rodney, Boostin' Beg, Dwight, Sharif, original low life founding member and a host of others that were in boosting and linked up with different people but they were known as low lifes at that time the saint john's kids were known as ralphie kids from 80 to 83 84 85 86 they started changing being low they low 86 they became low lifes not 88 86 87 88 they manifest low lifes this guy who's claimed to be a Low Life founding member and the founder and the creator of the name Low Life 
and all its attributes like love and loyalty and these things. That's a lie. Rack Lowe, who lived on St. John's at the time, emphasis Rack Lowe, was living on St. John's and moved to Brownsville, linked up with the United Shopping Posse. They would come past Utica because the train station at 3 to 2, you had to pass through Utica to get anywhere through Manhattan or through Brooklyn, much less. So they would see us, as was mentioned in their video, of stating that we were already established and they was and they wanted to rob us because we had low that they didn't have. We was already low lifes. Rack could be influenced by them because he is who he is, not to disclaim him or anything. Rack is the original founding member. But to say that Extending your history and put it with the next man's that y'all became low lowlifes. That's just false. To date, these guys have jewelry lines. These guys have music out there. Well, I'm talking about Thurston. How he got music out there. He has 30 albums. No majors. They content with what they got and they work in it the best way they got. I commend them for laying that foundation pouring the concrete. I really do. It means a lot because they set the foundation and also they put in the work, which they did. So anything they get, I bless them to have much, much more. But what we're doing here was bringing truth and facts and real shit, not jokes, lies and games or property to be an entertainer purpose to have that market. Like I said, they poured the concrete across a million miles, so they say. And I say thank you. The reason I say thank you is this. Thank you for laying the concrete for all these years, but never building the house that St. John's Lowlife built. Because they couldn't build that house because the house, we had to build it from Crime Heights side. Because we know how the furniture we want. We know how big we want the house. And my house is so big within on that property that I have well, my whole family, everybody in my family got a house. So everybody in the past, low life Crime Heights family, got enough to put houses too. And then we'll think about the others. Because they should have been had their house, but they content with 5000 maybe $10,000 a month. They content with that. I'm not, and people that I know who deserve, we're not content. The people that died for this culture, they're not content. The people, families that died, they're not content. And the people that's coming home from jails, they're not content. And the people that's even here, that's original founding members, are not getting their just due and are not getting respected and not getting what their proper due. So I take it upon myself to establish this whole culture that I'm displaying to bring forth our fashion line, the Low Life Gully Man St. John's Low Life Original Founders clothing line, as well as sneakers and apparel. That's going to incline to teach the masses about the business aspect of what you're branding it. We are a brand. We're not just some kids who wore polo who just, we became a brand unbeknownst to us because we loved it. We just was doing what we had to do. But we realized it's a brand now. We branded that low life. And we were never a gang, ever. There is never a leader, ever. There's no one man can dictate what low life is about. But 
we know we had one common goal, was to get polo. So, in saying all that, the lies and the Cosmopolitan magazine of saying the masses, the urban community accepted Ralph Lauren, and uh, no, they didn't. They didn't even know about Ralph Lauren or the polo or a horse on a shirt. That was looked at as nothing. At this time in the 80s, the fashion was Dapper Dan, Gucci, Fendi, and Louis. Dapper Dan's own creation of those brands. Sassoon's, Lee's, and also uh, Benetton and the regulars, you know, that was out then that were mainstream and that was in culture and all around. Calvin Klein, etc. So, all those brands had became billion dollar brands and some fell off, some were not here today and, you know, some still relevant. We, as a brand, being that we are lowlifes, we have something to build upon, which is the foundation of that whole polo culture. We're supposed to have a united front, but there's so many individuals, so many just not right acronyms inside this culture that we call togetherness lowlifes. You have different sects. You have IAC family, you have RLPC, you have Sting Team, all these lowlifes now that were individual crews, which is nothing new because they got down. You got down with the best, I understand. No, I would never take that from you guys. And, you know, I guess I got your L's from whoever gave it to them, but I'm not giving out no L's. You can't give me a shirt for no L's. And I don't really want to talk to you guys un unless you know your history. You know what's the culture about. You're not a culture vulture. That's what the name is about. No culture vultures. And it's, it's tired and sickening that somebody, we never had a presence on the John to show forth that uh, aggressiveness to let them know while they were doing all this bullshit all these years that that wasn't acceptable. Instead, they figured people wasn't around, people didn't care, and they can do anything. And distort the history. It went from low life founders to low life to love and loyalty to united low lives and all this good extra stuff that they could play with words and do things like that. We're trying to expose the true side and the meaning and get the benefits out of this. So far, we had I had a mass something like seventy five million three hundred and something in three days. Right now, it's over a billion streams in anything with the name Low Lives. I created that wave myself in just three days of knowing how to communicate with people and to understand what's going on. I hold this dear to my heart because it's a part of my DNA from which I've come from. So I have to stress to you, it's an importance to me and I hold it dear to my heart. The low lives that's past, gone, and here today that are not getting their credit and their due. And I'm here to get it for them. I know sometimes they may feel as I'm just one, but I have a strong army behind me and a great financial backing. So I say all this to say this. Know your history. Learn about the culture. Seek the truth. Don't be blinded. And don't be no culture vulture. Because that's what matches up the business of finances and things that to come. Because we could get billions 
We could get billions out of this thing, guys, and they're not adhering to it because they're individual thinking for themselves and they love polo. So for a shirt, hey, they're silly so for a couple of dollars, they're silly so, you know. Um So that's a few things. That's one of the topics that we'll get into later on more in depth, but just wanted to bring you guys up to speed on what the podcast is focusing on and what we're brandishing to the masses. I would love to have a response to getting things to really, really, really understand what's going on here in our culture. We're being robbed of it as individuals who started something that was not known or brought to life. I stress again, I'm not taking fault at Ralph Lauren or his fellow empire. That is not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is just straighten the fact of how that culture became a stable within the urban and communities around the world because of the low-life influence. We made it look good. We had every pieces. And we started making people go in the stores and look and buy it. We did that. We were walking billboards. We, Unbeknownst to us, we just wanted to look good and try to fit in and sell and make some money so we could feed our families, get back home, and try this all over again tomorrow. It's very sad that around the world they know about low lives, our contribution, but still we haven't got paid. Many individuals or some or few have benefited through this culture and did not set up proper foundations for the rest of the past and present future generation of the low lives. I have never ever seen these mainstream artists that are low lives come to the hood or the ghetto or our area and give anyone a founding member a little guy, a new guy, a shirt, pay anything, nothing. But what they did do come and sell us stuff to help them support them. I, me personally, I had to buy, I, I have to buy, but I did buy it. I bought 16 of their first CDs, four shirts, went to the Limelight, went to the Pier, and went to SOBs. In my support that Big Boo asked me to give, which I did. I even took the Low Life CD running down on Timberland and his security guards, me and, and Super D. That's Dave Lowe. We ran up on him, made him take the CD, and I explained to him and his guard that I just wanted him to listen to these two tracks that were on there featuring Big Boo and I believe Shields because they sounded harder at that time and aggressive. They they seemed to tap in what lowlifes are about in the music industry. The others I didn't like because that wasn't part of our culture, meaning they had a tra- one had a track on it says Dreams of Fucking a Cartoon Bitch. That was just disrespectful to Biggie, song, and our culture as we know being hip-hop. 
it was just totally distasteful and I didn't like it. And I figured, damn, that's a priority. That's just some clown shit. So I really didn't want to support that. But Big Boo was down with them. They had tried to use Big Boo to get the masses on Crown Heights with them, which worked for the most part. We were showing support in everything that they did. But when it came to us over there, like I said, it was never, we never seen them pull up with a shirt, bag, hair, nothing. It was always to sell us stuff. And I felt insulted, much less hurt, because I said, you know, we showed support in many ways when a lot of us was all over the place far as lived in different states and couldn't make it, couldn't be there to show them support. But the ones that were there from Crown Heights, we showed effortless support and never got a thank you, anything. I have a good little brother. His name is Sleep. He's Ralph Seagod and Troy brother, little brother. Everybody knows Sleep. Sleep got a good heart, a great heart. He held his brothers down for bids. All his brothers, they did 10, 15, 20 years. Sleep would go, bust his ass, go see them, drop packages off on a weekly occurrence basis for the guys that are lowlifes that are not here, which are his brothers and our brothers too. At this time, it was only Rick out there, Big Boo, me, Super D, Sleep, P, and basically a few of us. That was it. Dread. And we would support their culture and anything they wanted. So they used Big Boo to get over there, and it worked. So, during some time during the line, now, they start doing more things, more videos, more uh, proper tier shit. And um, it just wasn't clicking for the other side that they so-called half of their brothers. Because their first original cookie that Rudy Lowe created, it had SJP... MGV. SJP was first. MGV was second. They took Rudy Cookie when they started to get into music. Rudy was the first one to have a full-ledge album, video, and so forth. Boostin Kev started, he had the first video called I'm a Booster album and stuff like that. But Rudy was the main catalyst to bring it. After life, maybe five years later, after he came home, Rudy came home with a great plan, and it was really good. He worked hard. He bust his ass tightly, effortlessly. He pulled all his resources together, all he could. They never once supported or tried to support Rudy in that manner from Marcus Garvey's side, the way that Crown Heights was, prospect troopers. They really stepped in and helped. There was Rudy family as well. They became family also. And they was real. They were not the games. They were not playing. Big up to Fred. Big up Karan. Big up the rest. A lot of them. You know, a lot of them. Dida. Um, Big Wayne. There's a lot of them. <laughs> um, the ones that's not Eric. Terminator E. God bless the dead. And a bunch of real, 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 real cats. And um, at this time... Half of them low lowlifes from Marcus Giver used to run from them. <laughs> let's 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 get that out there. 
You know, so for you to say you're coming over to Crown Heights and you run something in Crown Heights, that was totally wrong in terms of you saying that this culture, you became, you made low lives, the name low lives and stuff like that. It's very insulting, very, very insulting to the originals. And also, you became, you know, people history, you got to remember people history, man, um, they how y'all was boosters when you worked, you wasn't a booster. How you was a lowlife and you bought shit out of Lord and Taylor's to be a lowlife. That don't make no sense. Then that means you're not official lowlife. You just know lowlife for some shit like that. But I'm not going to discredit no one's uh, abilities or their moniker. But I'm here to state facts and truth, whether you like it or not. Because they can't beat me. Them can't talk me in my face. Them can't do nothing. Them nah, them can't do nothing. Nobody can just talk me in my face. I'm a grown man. I will beat the shit out of one of you. Or kill one of you. That's just the way it is. But um, I'm not here to gloat on what I could do. Don't ever question me, though. About what I can do. Ever. Y'all not thorough like that. To ever even incline yourself to even speak with me like that. Um, so, you know, I come from a different lineage. We don't play games. People better know themselves. You know? And then I found something else distasteful. You got a guy who comes in after, way after low life. Look, watching us, seeing us. Then he comes and tell you who's a founder and who's not. I'm talking about a guy named Shields. That's right, I said it, chills. On his pictures, he has everybody from MGV as an original lowlife founder. People from St. John's, he got original lowlife. Really? You're tr that really? That shit don't even sound right. You're not original lowlife. You're not a founder. You're not none of the above. You got down with Rack, and Rack brought you around. And people accepted you. During the later years, you wasn't up there when shit got hectic and you had to run and chase or get chased or get taken and stuff like that. So you had no history of that. So a lot of lies you tell too and I'm going to blow you up. But that's another chapter, another story. Just giving y'all pieces of history as my intro. We have to be solid people in what we believe in it. <laughs> This is King of All Roots, original St. John's Gulliman Low Life Super Tribe. And King of All Roots, we are playing some tune for the massive them, to make them know I go on. Strictly a critical tune. So, kick back on here and enjoy some tunes. Big up all pound gang boss, Neith and Chris. Two to under. Pick up original, original, original. Crown Ice Wicked Queen, TT. Lisa and all of the people. Prospect Money Team, we're about to get it. Original.
it, but Barrington leave it where I start it off with. See? Original Gullim and them thing there. So it's just an intro, but we are going to try to put some tune together for make the people in here listen to while you going to work or coming from work or relaxing in the house or want to dance or want to just listen without the talking, all of them junk thing. Original King of Our Roots. Here, Barrington, leave it. It's over 2,000 years since I've been down here so long. I want you to come down to me. Remember my brothers and my sisters 
of all roots up here. What Crime Heights is original about? Oh, 
of the king. Here, the African brothers. Sugar Miner, Tony Tough, and Derek Howard in our one combination. African brothers, hear this. So let's fight, let's go fight, never fall. Let's sing the songs of freedom. Let's pray for the rule of righteous kingdom. King of our roots. Hear the mighty tree. Hear the mighty tree. things locked and straight you know and build from the foundation up but some people go around the thing and pay slackness bring it back to the original thing hear tune again to get from bad to worse Tell them spear. Even myself knows that too. Even myself knows that too. So I get you. It's maybe one or two. Zile, same way.
them I said no that Yeah, why can't you Give us our rights and justice Equality and love It's maybe one or two Yeah, feel it the same way All I can see and hear the people say it is Getting from bad to worse, bad to worse, yeah. It was over and justice, equality and love. Here's Johnny Clark again. of the fittest. Why would we laugh? 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 Why would we
hear the next Junior Delgado. Smoke a little speed, 
I'm on a run Cause I know I'm no good I just have my fun make another one in a few hours from gully man thing original gully low life st john's crime heights family i want to big up all original man them from prospect original man them from no strength franklin union eastern parkway big up the 90s 50s 40s 30s east 21st massive big up the whole of flatbush crown nights wicked man them big up all st john's low life's original sterling place we have to big up the whole tri-state, all Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, etc. But Brooklyn, our thing, and we say Brooklyn to the world. And that we say, and that we mean, and that we know. So original Gully Low Life's are signing out. Original King of Our Roots, I play some tune. And big up all the massive them. Sing, Jabless. bless.